All right. You know what it is. You know who it is. We're back. Today we got episode 26, I believe, the fight cast. We got a good weekend of UFC. Great weekend of boxing. I think Jake went seven and one. And uh, I picked, uh, I was one and one, you know, because there was only one fight that I picked. Um, we got Jerry Projaka. This dude's a fucking savage. And uh, he's, uh, he's, he's coming up. And I, I'll to kind of talk about that in a second because uh, there's some news about him as well. And then uh, we got some good fights this weekend. I was just kind of looking that over again and uh, they kind of updated everything. Oh, and Amanda Rivas, but uh, they had a lot of good fights this weekend for the UFC and it's a free one. So if you guys are heavy SPM plus, definitely check that out. Um, great boxing as well. So we'll dive into this. Uh, this past weekend, we had Dominic Reyes versus Jiri Projaka. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And uh, Reyes got embarrassed again. Um, I don't really know what's going on with him. Uh, I What I said last weekend was I, I thought he was going to look good in the first round and then get dropped. Um, and Prajaka, he, he's an odd dude. Like, he moves like nobody I've ever seen before. And he just, like, came out just fucking swinging for the fences and doing spins and elbows. And he caught – I don't know if you saw the uh, the knockout – but he caught Reyes with a reverse elbow, uh, knocked him out cold, just flat on his face. Uh, so seeing that twice in a row, Reyes has gotten dropped uh, once by Blahovich and this time by Prajaka. I don't know what's really next for Reyes. Uh, he had a really good run and he was nine and nine and one, I believe, when he lost to John Jones or nine and oh, when he lost to John Jones and he's lost his last three fights, which Again, he's in one of those positions like a Tyron Woodley where I think he's a good fighter, but he's just come up against solid dudes. Like John Jones, you know, whether you think or not, he's one of the best fighters in the history of the UFC. And he, then he fought Blahovich, who's just on a good streak right now and just coming into his own as a fighter. And then he came up against Prajaka, who is an up-and-coming dude who's just nuts. I think he's just crazy. And uh, some of the interviews I've seen with this dude are just like insane. And he's just like a funny guy. And he had that haircut. I don't know what was going on with his head. He had like this ponytail that was just like sticking straight up out of his head. So what, you know, I think that Prajaka. So the other thing I heard about Prajaka after this fight, you know, when you're looking at somebody like him, he is the way he performed is going to put him into the mix for a title shot. And from what I understand, he actually turned down a title shot until next year. And this isn't the first time he's done anything like this. So I was listening to Chael Sonnen on YouTube and he was talking about it. They said that, you know, after the Blahovich glover Teixeira fight, which is going to be in November, I believe, it just got announced today, uh, he would be next in line to kind of like step up and take that title shot. And he said, no, I'm not ready. I'll be ready next year. So, you know, and from... The other part of the story that I heard is he was initially supposed to get signed by the UFC like two years ago, and he turned it down and said he wasn't ready. So, you know, Chael Sonnen was going on about, you know, the, when you get these opportunities, you can't be turning them down because you don't know how many you're going to get in your life. And he's only 28, but the guy he fought, Dominic Reyes, is 29. And his, his career has flipped in the last two years when from when, let's say, he was 27 to 29. And Reyes, you know, he might be on the downside now of his career and it's only been a year and a half at most. So a guy like Prajaka, 
as much as he may not think he's ready, I think, you know, this could be a really smart decision and could pay off for him, or this could be a really dumb decision and kind of like ruin his career because there's only so many chances you get in the UFC. And you could see that with Tyron Woodley. You could see that with, you know, Connor coming up. You can see that with, you know, Daniel Cormier. You can see that with a lot of these guys where you, when you get your chances, you really have to capitalize on them. Cause if you don't, it's very, it's not, unlikely that your career could take a turn for the worst when you get, go against a guy who's more hungry or you go into the, to the ring on a special on a certain night and the other guy just has a special night and he connects and drops you or you break your leg or you your leg goes numb like all the stuff we've seen in the last couple of weeks where I think that someone like Prajaka really needs to kind of sit down and say I may not be ready or I may not think I'm ready but is this going to be the only time you know that I am uh, giving this opportunity because a lot of the time and there's the corny saying like you, you know, you can't wait to be ready because if you wait, you'll never actually be ready. But for someone like Kajaku, who's going to get an opportunity like this right now and he's in the limelight and he's in the spotlight, he can't, I don't see a way in which he can turn this down and say, no, I don't want a title shot. You know, that's just me, but uh, he's, he made the decision to not sign with the UFC and here he is in the UFC dominating. And, you know, maybe he knows himself well enough that he knows when he's ready. He knows when he's ready but those are few and far between. But, you know, I think the way he performed last weekend, he is a one to watch. So whenever, whatever he decides, whenever he decides it, I think he's going to perform great. And I think that he's going to get a shot and I think he's going to perform well. So uh, against Blahovich, I would love to see that fight. And I think he beats Blahovich and he would beat Glover Teixeira. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, this weekend we were supposed to have a, uh, I forgot who was supposed to be on this weekend, but oh, this was supposed to be Sam Hagen versus Dillashaw, and uh, that fight got canceled because Dillashaw had an injury. So the main event of the night is Michelle Waterson, who I love, and Marina Rodriguez, along with the co-main is Donald Cerrone and Alex Morano. There's another fight, Neil Magny and Jeff Neal, and also Amanda Rivas is on here, along with uh, Gregor Golevsky, Golevsky. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be a great weekend for fights for free fights at least. And there's a lot to go over. So I just want to quickly run through this. Uh, we'll start at the top the, from the bottom up. Amanda Rebus lost her last fight. She was on the Connor card, I believe with Dustin, she got knocked out and uh, it wasn't pretty. She got knocked down twice in like 30 seconds and the ref should have stopped the fight and they let her stand up again. And I, I don't even know what was going on there, but she got, you know, she got her ass handed to her. I, I think she's going to come back. I, I think that she's a rising star and I think that she's someone who can really, you know, put her foot down and in, in her division and, and step up and Angela Hill, although she's been good recently, I think she's more of like a journey woman who has her nights, but also, you know, she's got nine losses in the UFC, uh, 13 wins, which is also good. Uh, Amanda Rebus, I believe is a more complete fighter. I think Angela Hill's a better striker. And I think that Amanda Rebus, what's going to happen here is, She's coming off that last loss. I think she's going to avenge that. I think she's going to win. I'm going to go with a second round submission. I think she's going to get a submission on Angela Hill. Second round, call it there. Um, Neil Magny versus Jeff Neal. This is going to be a very good fight with two very good, like, good fighters. They're towards the, like, backsides of their career, and they both had a lot of good moments in the UFC. I'm going to pick Jeff Neal here. I think Jeff Neal has better power than Neil Magny. And I think he's a little bit better of a fighter, 
Uh, I think that Jeff Neal, his last fight was against, I want to say Wonder Boy, or was that Neil Magny? No, yeah, yeah. Jeff Neal's last fight was against Wonder Boy, and he, uh, Wonder Boy is Stephen Thompson, by the way, and uh, he, he, he got picked apart there. And I think, you know, I don't think Neil Magny has a striking ability that Wonder Boy has, because I think he's a world-class striker. Uh, that's not many like him in the UFC. So I think that you know, Jeff Neal is going to come back and he's going to win this against Neil Magny. I'm going to go with a second round TKO. And I think uh, he'll do it in, in style. Let's just put it that way. Next, we got Donald Cerrone versus Alex Morano. Cerrone, uh, I mean, he's, if he doesn't win, he's out of the UFC. This is plain and simple. Like he needs to win this fight uh, if he wants to stay in the UFC because he has had a rough go. I think he's on a six fight losing streak. And he hasn't had any, let me see here. He's one. So last, his last win was May 4th, 2019. So it's one, two, three, four, yeah, five. And his last fight was a, a no, no decision or a draw. Uh, or it was a draw, yeah. So for him, you know, he, he really needs to step up and he's someone who continuously doesn't show up when he needs to show up. So, you know, I'd love to pick Cerrone here and I want to pick Cerrone here. Uh, I, I think that with his pressure, like the pressure on him to win, because I, I, like I said, I think if he loses here, he's out of the UFC, just like Tyrone Woodley. And he might, you know, honestly, he might be out of the UFC regardless. This might be, uh, you know, a gift to him to just kind of give him one for the road just because he's performed so bad lately. But, you know, I, I think he's going to pull it out here. I, I, I think he's got enough. Uh, I, th I think what's going to happen here is he's going to get a first round KO. I think it'll be later in the first round. Uh, and I think that this is going to be a tight, tough fight for him, but I think he's going to pull it out. And then I think he will be back in the mix for a little bit, but then I think he's going to lose his next fight. But, you know, I don't know who he's fighting, obviously, because he's not he's fighting right now, but I think he's going to win tonight and then the next fight will be it for him. And uh, I, I got to see, I actually don't know what his contract is with the UFC. Um, but the new main event, uh, Michelle Waterson versus Marina Rodriguez. Michelle Waterson is one of my favorite fighters. I think she's a beaut and, uh, she's, she's called the karate hottie on Instagram. So she's got like this kicking style. She's a very good striker. She's a good grappler as well. She's had a good run over the last couple of years. I think she's beaten, uh, she beat Angela Hill. She lost her fight before that to Espar Carla Esparza. And she's beat some, you know, some good names and she's had a good run. She seems to struggle against the best competition. So when she's fighting like the top dogs in the division, she seems to not be able to pull it out uh, tonight. Or, you know, in this fight, I think what's going to happen is she's got what it takes. I think she's going to pull this out. She's going to beat Marina Rodriguez. And I think she's going to be in the mix for the title shot next. I think she's going to be one of the ones who can actually step up and, and have a chance at the title. Uh, she's like I said, she's got a name. She's got the skill. It's just about if she's going to be able to show up and, and be there when it counts. So just to kind of go over everything, we got Amanda Rebos. I'm going with a second round submission. Jeff Neal, I'm going to go with a second round TKO. Donald Cerrone, I'm going to go with a first round TKO late into the first round. And then Michelle Waterson, I'm going to go with a third round TKO. I think she's going to kick someone in the kick Marina Rodriguez in the face and she's going to end that fight third round. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. We got a big fight next weekend. We got uh, Michael Chandler, Charles Oliveira. And uh, on this fight was supposed to be 
Um, Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards, but that fight got canceled, unfortunately. Uh, it's going to be in three weeks, I believe, or another month. They moved out to the Izzy card. Uh, Nate Diaz suffered an injury in training or something like that, so they had to move the fight. Uh, I was really looking forward to that fight, but we got a lot to talk about next weekend with the championship fight. And uh, yeah, so other than that, uh, we'll, we'll get into boxing. We got a big weekend in boxing. I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of fights, but Canelo's fighting, so it's always a huge weekend. And then we'll go over uh, Jake's seven and one weekend. Yeah. So last weekend, um, a lot of fights. Um, I, I, uh, so some, so the one fight that I got wrong was, uh, the Parker Chisora fight. Uh, some people thought that Chisora got robbed. Uh, I don't know if we got right. It was a close fight. Um, I thought Parker boxed very well. I, I had said last week that I was going with Chisora because of the game plan, because he had David Hay and Buddy McGirt in his corner. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck their game plan was. Uh, <laughs> Because all he did was do what Chisora does, which is come forward with almost that really like old school Ken Norton, um, Joe Frazier type of like crab defense and come in and throw hooks. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if that was their plan, but that's what he did. Um, he still landed a bunch of shots. Uh, I, I guess um, what one could say if one were to uh, – you'd say that he got robbed was that Chisora landed more significant shots. He definitely landed a lot, you know, more of the heavy shots. Um, but again, I, I it could have gone either way. It was close. I, I just think Parker just boxed very well. He was able to stay out of harm's way enough to where he, he didn't really get hurt. Um, that was the one I got wrong. Um, everything else went pretty much according to plan. I think, I think all the, I think they, other than the Andy Ruiz knocking Chris Ariola out, I think all the other ones are, I, I got pretty dropped. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll just I'll talk about the the Ruiz fight. Um, in the first four rounds or so, it really looked like Ruiz was trying to find his footing. Mm. I mean, he was trying to find out because it's obviously it's obvious that he's a different kind of fighter now that he's with Reynoso. Yeah. Um, a lot more dependent on his quick hands, throwing a lot more combinations, a um, little in and out a lot more um, instead of just going in there and, and throwing heavy shots, which, which is what he kind of got caught doing the first three, four rounds, um, and it, which is why he got dropped by Ariola in the second round. Uh, he went in and threw the same one, two, three, of, I, I don't know, about 74 times in a row, and one of the times he came up with a three, Ariel just timed it, came right over the top. Yeah, like a weird, yeah, it was like a weird, like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, a, it was a chopping, like, uh, cross kind yeah. of overhand mix. Um, but after that, man, Rudy's just, he just boxed the shit out of him, just beat him up for the rest of the fight. I mean, Ariel is a tough dude, um, but. Ruiz wasn't really throwing a lot of heavy shots after that. He was, it was really just combination punching and, and in and out. He showed, he, he, he did a little Canelo uh, jump step in there. I think it was like eighth or ninth round. He did it like once or twice. And I was like, man, if he did oh, that. Was probably, I, I mean, dude, dude, he, he was, he was, he had Ariel against the ropes and he, he threw a little combination, then jumped out to his right and came back up the middle with a left. It was beautiful. Um, 
And I, all I could think of was like, man, if he did that, you know, the whole fight, well, one, he'd probably be tired as fuck because he's 265 yeah. pounds. But um, it, it looked great. It looked great. Um, overall, I thought he looked good. After after he he shook some of that rust off, you know, obviously there was some rust. It's been over a year since uh, – or about a year since he was last in the ring. So I think he had to shake some of that rust off. Being with a new trainer, obviously there's, there's that. Um, I, I think he did a really good job. He looked great. When, when he started boxing, like, all I could think of was, like, yeah, him in there with, like, Joshua or Wilder, he, he's – Ruiz is doing a great job yeah. if he's fighting like that. Um, so, I think once he he uh, he gets used to fighting like that, boxing a little bit more, and then mixing in his really heavy shots, I, I think he's going to be a force. Um, overall, it was, a, it was a really good weekend, and, and you know, capping it off with um, – Ruiz looking looking pretty good. Um, I will say uh, Katie Taylor won again, which isn't a surprise. Um, she didn't look as good, though. Although, well, no, she looked great. There was nothing wrong with the way that she looked. But the, the chick she was fighting had some real skill. Yeah. Like, she was she was getting beat up a little bit at first, and then she started sitting back and countering She because she was a southpaw. Uh, I don't know what their measurements were, but it looked like she had longer arms than mm-hmm. Katie Taylor. And was using it to her had her advantage, um, but Katie Taylor in the end it was just too much movement, too too much variation on the on the punches, too many different angles. It was just it was just too much. Um, but Katie Katie did get hit more than she usually does because that chick was a little she was she was slick. You know what I mean? So yeah. she, she was she was real slick. It was a, it was a good fight though. Um, so overall, a good weekend. Uh, this weekend. A uh, bunch of fights on the undercard of Canelo and uh, Billy Joe, but I mean, who really cares? It's Canelo, it's Billy Joe. Um, so this is a huge fight, and whenever we get a really huge fight with a really huge name, we get these dumb stories from everywhere, right? I think, well, I think they, and I was listening to something today. Um, I forgot exactly what I was listening to, but like when there's a dude that's like as good as Canelo, there has to be a storyline or else no one's going to fucking want to watch the fight. So I think that every time Canelo fights, it's the same thing like you're about to say and they have to sell it. So there's the, oh, this could be, they were talking a lot about like Connor and, uh, and Floyd and how like in that whole build up to the fight, they didn't really show a lot of Floyd's training. It was a lot of Connor's training and a lot of Floyd eating McDonald's and like yeah. partying. And there was like the, the memo was Floyd is not training as hard and Connor works his fucking ass off all the time. Yeah. And like he talks to talk. So it was built up to what could have been like this, what made it so big. And that was, a, and that was also the first time it ever happened. And like, Hype. yeah, Hype. exactly. Yeah. So like when a guy like Canelo steps in, there has to be a story, but go ahead. Yeah, because, I mean, the truth of the matter is that Canelo is far superior than anyone even near his fucking weight. Um, other than, I mean, I guess the closest person is probably Benavides, um, or, or maybe, I don't think Caleb Plant is that far off, but the, the, the two best matchups are probably Caleb Plant and, and Benavides. Yeah. I, I still, personally, I don't think either of them stand a fucking chance. So when we have these fights, it's like, how do we get people to watch? 
because you can't just tell them the truth and be like, listen, Canelo's just going to fucking mop this dude up because yeah. that's what's going to happen. But you can't say that, right? So we got to say, oh, Billy Joe's a southpaw and he's a little bit bigger and he moves his head a lot. And but okay, yeah, Billy Joe is a good boxer. Good, good. That's it. He's good. Um, if you look at the level of competition, trash. I mean, you look at it, it's not even comparable. Billy Joe's competition compared to Canelo's competition, not even fucking close. Yeah. Um, experience, not even close. Knockout percentage, not even close. Um, you just look at, again, the thing that I, I always like to remind people of or, or t- tell people is uh, if you have functioning eyeballs, um, things are really easy to pick out, right? So if yep. you have functioning eyeballs and you watch Canelo fight over the last two, three years and you watch Billy Joe Saunders fight, it's like Canelo has gotten better every single fucking fight. Your eyes don't lie to you. Yep. You can try to convince yourself otherwise. Like you can watch Billy Joe and try to convince yourself otherwise. Like, oh, he's got things that'll give Canelo trouble. You could try to convince yourself of that. But if you have functioning eyeballs, it's pretty easy to see. Um, and I, one, I, I, I watched uh, the... Billy Joe Saunders versus Chris Eubank fight, mm-hmm. um, which was a very, I have the scores right here, right? So I just wanted to uh, bring this up. The scorecards. Now, this is back in, in 2014. Mm-hmm. But I, I use Eubank as an example because Eubank is the closest to Canelo's sort of like style and presence that Saunders has fought. Yeah. And it, Eubank is nowhere, like, let, let's let, I don't want there to be any mistake. Eubank is nowhere near fucking, he's not even as good a boxer as Saunders. So I, I'm not trying to compare him, but just this st- sort of what we're going to see, similar, right? Scorecards were 115, 114, 115, 113 for Saunders and 116, 113 for Eubank. So it was a split decision. Mm. You go back and watch that fight. Eubank tagged Saunders a lot. Uh, he was fucking him up a little bit. He was using his, his physicality. Uh, uh, even when Saunders was, was out there doing his thing where he's moving his head around, Eubank was still pressing him, getting on top of him. Problem is Eubank, especially back then, didn't throw body shots that he probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's, it's easy, man. Like, uh only other thing is that eubank eubank does have a decent jab um but he doesn't hide it the way that canelo does um and he doesn't try to mask his power shots like canelo does like eubank is the type of dude that just could jump forward with a with a a body shot if he's gonna throw or jump forward with a hook jump forward with an uppercut he doesn't try to uh disguise it no i don't know if there's anyone better at disguising shots maybe than other you know maybe uh bud crawford um you know, Lomachenko, guys like that, that, that really disguise their power shots. Um, then Canelo. And so for me, it's, it's, it's simple, man. Like all this bullshit about <laughs> Saunders going to give him problems because he's a southpaw and he's got his jab and he, he can box well and he can, he can move his head. I'm going to tell you exactly how this is going to go. It's going to look pretty fairly similar to what, it looked like against uh, Callum Smith. Yep. Uh, Canelo's going to stalk him. He's going to have his hands up. 
He's going to move his head. Billy Joe's going to try this fucking ooh, 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 throw a jab out here every now and then. Canelo's probably going to block him. Maybe he'll eat a few jabs. Maybe he'll eat a, a, a two every now and then. Um, he's going to move his head. This is the thing to look out for, especially at the beginning. Uh, Billy Joe is going to um, he's going to dance around, throw that jab out there. Every now and then, he's going to set his feet to throw that jab and follow up with a power shot. And when he sets his feet to throw that jab, Canelo's going to come around with that check hook and he's going to start catching him. He's going to start catching him more. Then as that happens more, Canelo's going to, he's going to inch his way in and start landing uppercuts. And then after the uppercuts, even if he doesn't land all these uppercuts, he starts throwing those uppercuts, the body shots are going to come right after that. Um, Especially uppercut comes, Billy Joe throws his jab out there in the middle of it and then tries to come with his own uppercut or own, own hook cross whatever that once that jab is out there that body is open Canelo's going to come down with that left hook to the body he's going to mm-hmm. start to catch him with it and it's all going to lead to Canelo catching him with the rear uppercut lead to the head left to the body right to the body and I'm 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 telling you right now, I think that he's going to put him down with that. He may not stop the fight with that combination, but I think he's going to at least put him down with it and it's going to start um, just like chipping away. The downfall. It's it's going to be the, the the starting of the breakdown of Billy Joe. Um, uppercut, hook, hook to the body. Um, and I think we're going to see a knockout. I'm calling it in the seventh round. Seventh Canelo's round. putting him out. It's not going to last the whole fight. I, 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 I would be very, very surprised. If it lasts the whole fight, I think I don't think it's and, gonna... and here's the thing too. The other thing I wanted to say is um a lot of the the competition that Saunders has faced, the reason so, so this is one of the things that people brought up um in terms of Saunders giving Canelo problems because Billy Joe Saunders has the third lowest opponent connect percentage uh, among active fighters right now. Okay, I didn't know that. That that is in large part due to his competition continuously throwing shots at his fucking head when he's moving his head and not going to the body. That's how that happens, right? Um, that's not going to – Canelo's way too fucking smart for that, all right? He's just way too fucking smart. He may miss a few shots to the head. He's going to go right to the body, reset. You know what I mean? These guys end up chasing him all around like this, get off balance, out of position. Billy Joe counters, and that's how he wins his fight. The guy's only got 14 knockouts in, what, 30, 31 fights, uh, 32 fights, something like that. Um mm. Right around 30 fights, whatever. He's, he's got 14 knockouts. So he's not a power hitter. He he wins by an accumulation of shots, right? And a lot of it is counter shots based on dudes trying to hawk him down, missing shots, and he's able to catch them clean because they're off balance. Can, when do we ever see Canelo off balance? Never, never. It's not going to happen. He's yeah. going to get him the fuck out of there. It's not going to last. This, he's, just, he's just too smart. To, to be he misses one or two shots he's going to something else yeah right he's going to work his way in. he's going to find a combination or a single shot that does work and he's going to work off of that because that's what great fighters do that's what smart fighters do and that's what's going to happen seventh round knockout he's getting he's getting him out of there he's getting, i don't think he's not lasting this whole fight yeah i think that uh i don't think billy joe like you just said i don't think billy joe saunders is a knockout artist by any means so not only not only does he have to – he's going to have to fight a perfect fight to win, in my eyes. He's going to have to fight a perfect fight just to get to the end. That's what I mean. I don't think he has any fucking chance to win. Even if he, if, if, if Billy Joe fights to 
200% of his own potential, he can, I don't think he can win a decision. That's how much of a mismatch this is. I don't think there's fucking any way in the universe, unless fucking there's a sniper up in the fucking stadium somewhere and shoots Canelo in his fucking leg. I don't think there's, other than that, there's no way that this guy fucking wins the fight. That's what I'm saying. I think that uh, Billy Joe Saunders has to fight a perfect fight, like you said, to even make it to the end of the fight. And I think Canelo could show up, you know, and get hit a couple times and still be fine. Like, I don't think, I don't think even his best shot is going to knock down Canelo. I've seen Canelo take That's the other thing. He has a chin. This dude yeah. was eating shots from, from tri- Triple G. Yeah. And, and he, he went in there with Kovalev. Yeah. At light heavyweight. I mean, this guy's got a chin. Yeah. And Billy Joe's got little, little, little pudding hands. Yeah. Pudding in his glove. He's, you know what I mean? There's no fucking chance. Putting hands. No chance. No, yeah. And I think that, I think what's also. If Billy Joe wins, I'm going to quit talking about boxing for the rest. I'm off the podcast. I quit. <laughs> well, I hope Billy Joe doesn't win. So just for that fact. But Canelo's also very much, uh, I, he, from what I've seen so far, he hates this dude. And he doesn't want, he doesn't, like, he's not going to let him get in his head. And I think that he's just, he, I think he really is going to go out there and prove that, like, this dude's nothing. Um, Tyson Fury seems to think that Billy Joe Saunders has got a chance, but bro, listen, because they're both gypsies, like yeah, it, it yeah. makes sense. Like this is how they, this is how they roll. They're 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 tight. Um, but like, yeah. well, this one of the other things though that that tells you what type of guys these are is in one of the interviews, like Billy Joe's out there having fun and shit. And you know, I don't blame him for having fun. This is biggest payday of his career, biggest fight of his career. It's not going to get any bigger than this because he's going to lose. He's not going to get another shot. Yeah. Um. So he's having fun, which is great. But just to give you an idea of the type of guys these are, Billy Joe was out there walking around in suits and Versace robes, right? Every fucking single time you see his dude Canelo, this dude's in a tracksuit, like he's ready to work. This, listen, I said it last week. I said it before. Canelo doesn't do anything but ride horses and box. Yeah. He he doesn't play around with this shit. No. I mean, he was on Hotbox and on, on Mike Tyson's podcast a couple weeks ago, and Tyson was like, or Henry, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, he, he he asked him like, oh, like plans. Uh, what are you gonna do after boxing? He's like, I don't fucking know. I'm I'm fighting right now. Like he doesn't even have a his mind, like won't allow him to think about anything else other than boxing. Yeah, you're not beating this dude with this <laughs> bullshit like flicking your hands around and like like this wild fucking uh uh, uh you know i'm gonna get in his head you think you're gonna get in his head this dude don't do nothing but box <laughs> like you're gonna take him out of you know what i mean like this shit is ridiculous dude there is no one on this guy's level it's not until canelo retires he's on top that's yeah. it i don't i don't think there's a that's the thing is i don't think there's a I don't think there's anybody that's going to give him a problem in this weight division. He's going to have to go up. If there's going to be anybody that gives him a problem, he's going to have to go up a lot, but I, I see this fight the same as you. I think that, I think Canelo finishes it, you know, earlier. I think he's, I think what's going to happen here is I think that uh, Billy Joe is going to get a little too fancy early on. And he's going to try to get in Canelo's head. Cause that's what he's been trying to do this whole time. And I saw some stuff the other day about the press conference when they were, you know, the whole like, yelling at each other and, and they were saying shit to Canelo's team. And um, I think Canelo's going to go out there. He's going to prove a fucking point with this dude. And he's going to be like, don't, you know, like this guy's not on my level type thing. It's just going to, like, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be like Floyd versus fucking uh, 
like Maidana or Floyd versus like someone like that, where it's just going to be like this absolute, like, you know, like when Maidana was fighting Floyd, it was like, Oh, this could be the dude. Like he's got this weird style. And Floyd was like, no. And then like, you know what I mean? Like the, and I think it's going to be the same thing. I think, but, but Canelo has knockout power and the way I've seen him throw these feints and like, he doesn't fall for the movement. Like you said, he's not going to get off his toes. He's not going to get off balance. He's not going to step out and, do some of the stupid shit that probably half these guys have done against uh, Billy Joe Saunders, who don't have like the patience or the skill to, to sit back and wait. And I think Billy Joe is going to do some stupid shit early on. And I think he's going to try to like play around. And I think Canelo is just going to be like, this ain't a game to me. And then he's yeah, bro, listen, holding your hands down and doing yeah. all that funny shit. It ain't going to, this ain't the guy to do it against. Yeah. You know I mean, say that think, shit to somebody else. Like I said, I think that, Again, Reynoso is going to – I think they have their game plan, and I think Canelo is going to pressure him because that's what Canelo does. He's going to come in. He's going to wait. He's going to counter the fuck out of this guy, and then that's it. And I think he's going to end it early. I, I'm going to go with like a fourth-round KO. I think he's going to hey, do it. T- uh, Tyson, Tyson's got a – Canelo knocking him out within two rounds. So Really? Yeah. Right. I, I, just, I just think that Canelo is going to be – even though – there is this idea, and Canelo has said it, that, and Reynoso has said that, that they want to knock him out. I still think that he's too smart for that shit. He's too mature for that shit, that he'll, he'll be patient. First, those first two or three rounds, I think he's going to feel him out. And then I think right around that, that third, fourth round, he's going to catch him with something, and that he's going to see that, and then he's going to start catching him with it more, and that's going to start to break yeah. him down. And well, he's gonna gonna wait for I think there's going to be a point in what you're going to see. And it happens. And I like, just like you explained, I think there's going to be a point in which Billy Joe's antics are going to change and you're going to see it. You're going to see it live. Yeah, you, you know, you know what's going to look like? Yeah. It's going to look like a body shot. And then yeah. fucking Saunders going way back. Like, it's like, oh no. I'm fucked. That's, <laughs> that's what it's going to look gonna like. Change, and he's yeah. going to be like, I want to out of here. It's going to be a body shot, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I think Canelo's going to hit him with that fucking that fake jab into the right hook and then he's yeah, he's probably gonna hit with a lot of fucking weird shit that you know they're like, oh like Billy Joe was supposed to be the one that was supposed to get up. He's moving his head around aimlessly. That's the other thing about Billy Joe, too, is that like uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, he is he's a good boxer and he has good head movement, especially yeah. for a British fighter. But I think because he's close with uh Fury that people like to compare, oh, he's got like Fury has great like brilliant head movement yeah. right he does it with purpose some like i've seen some fights with billy joe where he's just just moving his head around for no reason yeah you can't you can't do that shit because again like that shit can be timed like he you're not you're not fucking moving your head with any purpose you're gonna move it into danger yeah. um and i think that, i think that's gonna happen i think yeah. he's gonna be around there playing around and fucking get caught with some yeah i think Canelo, i think like you said i think it's i i personally don't think it's gonna take that long for Canelo to figure him out I think yeah. that like it's going to be very early. He's going to see a couple things, and he's going to see that. He'll see the head movement. He'll see some constant pattern. Reynos is going to be like, "It's right there." Yeah, and Canelo's yeah. going to be like, "Okay," and he's going to yeah. find it, and he's going to go for it, and then it's going to be done early. Yeah. Wait, uh, yeah. Whether it's early or, or or later, like in the seventh, like I said, that you're that's it. You're right. That's exactly how it's going to happen. Yeah. That moment is going to come. He's going to land something. He's going to be like, "Oop, that's the one," yeah. and that's going to start. That's going to start it all. Yeah, and that, again, I, I mean. How many fights? We, I mean, since we started doing this, we've probably talked about four Canelo fights, and it's been the same story every single time. Like you said, it's just a dude who's coming up who's got something, one thing. Oh, this is going to be, be it. And it's the same thing with Floyd. Like 
the same thing with, you know, all these dudes who are great at their sport. And uh, again, Canelo, and I think people forget this, like he has a loss on his record and it's only to Floyd who yeah. you put Floyd and Canelo in their primes. I don't know. I mean, maybe Floyd still wins, but uh, obviously they're at different. Yeah, I, I still think Floyd time. boxes the shit out of him. Yeah, but because Floyd's too way. smart. To, Floyd is Floyd is too smart. Like the and and this is a good. This is actually a good talking point because Canelo just brought this up this week. He said if it, if we were both in our best prime, he wouldn't have anything to do with me. I'd knock him out. I disagree. I think it would be a much more competitive fight. But much like Floyd did with Pacquiao, he mm-hmm. was able to stay out of danger. I think Floyd is the best fighter ever at knowing how not to put yourself in a position to let the other guy do what he does best. Yeah. And I think Floyd would do that in his prime. So I just think I, Floyd, I think Floyd would outpoint him and just be able to stay out of danger enough. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think I would have to I would have to think about that because. That's uh plus plus Floyd way. Floyd Floyd has the legs in his prime like Floyd is yeah, a little he's got, more yeah, he does have that, I mean yeah. and so, he, he really was fast so I don't know but Canelo I mean, listen you ever if if you go back and watch some watch some of like Floyd's uh highlights of like body work I, there's some videos on YouTube of him just throwing body shots I don't know if I've ever other than Mike Tyson seen a guy get lower and have a, a lower fucking base yeah. than Mayweather at certain times. Yeah. And I just, I think that's, that's what separated him defensively against other guys. Like he gets so low and has a, such a low center of gravity. He's able to do things that guys, you don't you don't train for that. And to say that, why I brought it up, the only dude that would give Canelo problems or has given Canelo problems besides like that Cotto shot that he took was Floyd. So yeah. there's really, I mean, like you can take the fucking loss to Floyd however you want to take it, but Canelo hasn't lost before then and didn't lose after that. So, and he hasn't, hasn't even been close before. He's just gotten that. better every yeah. single fight since then. Yeah. So. And he was already really good when he fought Mayweather. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, he was 20, just fucking 21 or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was he, yeah. I think he was 22, just turned 22 or something when he fought him. Yeah. So, you know, for all these guys are like, yeah, I know the secret to beating them. Good fucking luck, man. I'm still going to watch the fights. It's a beautiful thing to watch Canelo fight. And even though it's predictable and I know he's going to fucking win, I'm still going to watch it. So uh, good luck to the rest of you. Yeah. Yeah. The fight is on DAZN if you do have it. Uh, I don't know how how much longer it's going to be on DAZN. I think he's only got like one or two more fights on there. Um, And then they're going to be switching back to Showtime, I believe. I'm not 100% positive, but I think he's leaving. Um, yeah, so this weekend it's on the zone. Uh, the UFC is on ESPN plus and it's free, uh, or ESPN. I'm not actually hundred percent sure, but a lot of good stuff this weekend. Uh, obviously we're both going with Canelo. Jake says seventh round knockout. I'm going to say a fourth round knockout. Uh, on top of that, we got the UFC, um, picking Waterson with a third round KO Cerrone with a first round, late first round KO Jeff Neal with a second round TKO. And I'm going to go Amanda Rebos with a second round submission. Getting specific here. Um, Boxing, UFC news, like I said, Nate Diaz, Leon Edwards was canceled. I got moved to the Izzy fight, um, which I believe is June 12th. Blahovich and Glover Teixeira is November 4th or 14th for the championship fight. Then on top of that, I believe, like I said, next weekend is a lightweight championship. Then we got Garbrandt and Font. Then, yeah, so 
Uh, I, I think other than that, I don't know that there's anything else announced. Um, any other boxing news? No, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but the the Lomachenko Nakatani does have a, a date now, June. 26th. Yeah, it was June, I believe, right? Yeah, June twenty sixth. Yeah, June twenty sixth, and then uh, yeah, other than that, I think we said Ryan Garcia's fight got canceled. I don't know if there's anything else. Um, but yeah, so if you you know if you want to see brilliance and you want to see the best fighter of the last whatever when, when did Floyd retire? Six years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you probably have to say like, uh, you know, the last like five six years, there there hasn't been anyone like yeah. really. I mean, well, there's been guys close, like again, Bud, uh, yeah. you know, Loma, obviously, but, but I think I think Canelo Canelo's the dude, man. Canelo is the dude in boxing right now. Yeah. So if you want to watch him, it's free. All right, no, it's not free. It's twenty bucks on the zone. Oh, yeah. The, the other bit of news, I forget. Yeah, Shakur Stevens. He has a fight. Shakur Stevenson is fighting uh, on ESPN June 12th. Okay, cool. Uh, so Shakur Stevenson, if you haven't watched him, he's a he's a fast mofo. He's yeah. uh, he's good. Um, so June 12th, we'll break that down that fight when it comes up. Uh, but other than that, I think we uh, talked about everything again. Uh, UFC this weekend, Canelo this weekend. If you guys want us to check out anything, any fighters, any fights from the past or anything like that, shoot us a message. Let us know. But until then, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.